Whether you're new in biz or a well-seasoned entrepreneur, you're probably familiar with putting off that next big step. Maybe you're listing off excuses, waiting for the perfect time, or simply unable to move past the fear you're feeling to actually take action on the results you want. But what if I told you there was one simple shift that would change it all and allow you to move past wondering, thinking, and let's be real, overthinking, that it could all change in an instant and your results can change right along with it. In today's episode, we chat about the mindset shift you absolutely need to start making big moves in your biz so you can start seeing big results. You'll walk away from this episode knowing exactly what you need to follow that desire, take action on it, and create massive results in your life and business because of it. And it all starts with mindset. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Denley, the mindset coach that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Kate Scudder. Kate is a business coach and success catalyst for driven women entrepreneurs who are ready to turn their zone of genius into a profitable, purpose-driven business. She started and scaled her own business to six figures and more than 20,000 boss babes in under a year, all from her laptop in Bali. Kate, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks so much, Amanda. It's great to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to dive in. So I read your bio, but I would love to hear in your own words. Can you tell me a little bit about what it is that you do and why you do it? Absolutely. So uh, as you read off in my bio, I'm a business coach for women entrepreneurs. So my jam is helping women dial into their unique zone of genius and use that, use what makes them different, use their gifts, use their strengths to build out a profitable purpose-driven business. So what that looks like for me is I primarily work with service-based women entrepreneurs, women who have either a consultancy, a coaching practice, a done-for-you web development agency, any kind of business where they are helping people, in the business of helping people achieve a result or transformation, whether that's in the field of health, wellness, digital entrepreneurship. My jam is helping women become brands that become unstoppable. So really helping them develop a marketing strategy, developing their product suite and signature offers, and scaling up to six figures and beyond. Oh, amazing. I love that so much. So can you talk to me a little bit about how you got started and how you found your way to this unique career path? Absolutely. So I got started in in the coaching world. Well, let me go back even a little bit further. So I took my first trip to Bali, which as you read off, that's where I started my business. I started my business in 2017, but I actually went to Bali in 2015 for a 500 hour yoga teacher training and women's leadership immersion. And it was there that I really activated and got back in touch with my gifts. I had come from the teaching background. So I, I got my master's in teaching when I was 23 
worked for a couple of years as a high school teacher and realized, you know what, I am here to inspire people. I'm here to educate. I know I'm here to be in front of a classroom on the stage, inspiring lots of people, but it's not in this traditional education setting that I was trained in. And so I really needed to take a step back and look at where is the best place for me to put my gifts. I had no freaking idea that I wanted to build a coaching business when I started, but I knew that I was meant for more and I knew that I wanted to do big things. And so my trip to Bali was really the first step in exploring what it looked like to use my gifts and teach in a capacity that was outside that traditional classroom, traditional academia setting. And, uh, you know, long story short, I met my husband on the beach in Bali shortly. Oh, that's amazing. It's freaking awesome. Oh my gosh. I always say that it's like, it's like eat, pray, love on steroids. I mean, it's just insane. After being up in the mountains, working on myself for an entire month, just removing all of my inner blocks, tapping into that worthiness, it literally manifested Toby two days later, walking down the beach at sunset in Bali. It was just insane. And so I ended up Bali. Um, And it wasn't until I got there, Amanda, that I started to get really curious. Like, hang on, there are a lot of people doing super cool shit here. There are people, I hope I can swear on your podcast. Sorry about that. Oh yeah, go for it. Okay, great. I know that mine, I had to put the little E, like, I'm like, I'm definitely registering as explicit because I like to drop an F-bomb every now and then. Um, But anyway, so I started to notice there are a lot of digital nomads. There's a lot of online entrepreneurs running their businesses from their laptop. I know I want to do this. I want to figure this out. And so I moved to Bali in in early 2016, really gave myself that year to plan, to ideate, to to think about what do I want to create? And I finally ripped off the bandaid in 2017 and launched my women's empowerment coaching business. And what I found super, super early on is the transition to business coaching became very naturally. I spent most of that year in 2016 taking courses, studying. I hired my first coach and really just learning about all the things, setting up a brand, setting up a business, social media marketing. And when it came time to actually launch my my coaching business, I found that all of my first clients that I was serving would go through my signature process, my DARE curriculum to really define what they wanted and become empowered and embodied in their most radiant self. And then on the other side of that, it was like, all right, cool. Now I want to build something with this. Now I want to, now I want to build a business. And so from my earliest days, I was business coaching my clients how to turn that, you know, unique, turned on, tapped on excitement into a business that served the world. And I made the transition to business coaching and branding myself as a business coach and building out all of my offers, which now exclusively focus on helping women become empowered through building a business in, I don't, when was that September of 2017? And it's just been, it's just been a fast track, amazing journey since then. Oh, I love that so much. And like, what an incredible story, like literally like reading out of you pray love, basically <laughs> like, so much. finding yourself in Bali. Like that's just like such an incredible story. And then the fact that you just used all of that momentum to go on and build a business, like, is there anything better? Like, I'm not sure. Seriously. I know. I, I am I am truly blessed. It's, it is, it's very true. But you know what I want to say about that is that I was just a regular girl, like born in upstate New York, living in New England, like curious and hungry about living a life of meaning. And what I think is is so important. And I really want to say this, you know, for, for our listeners listening here today, it's so easy to listen to somebody with a fancy story and this fancy title and Forbes featured and TEDx and all of this stuff and think, wow, like she's got something really, really special. And guys, I want to impress on you 
that it is not about having something special. It's not about having some unique magic card dealt to you. It's about the power of deciding that you are going to go after what you want. And I think these extraordinary results and these like magical fairy tale sounding stories get to be our stories when we decide that we're worth it. Oh, so good. Amazing. So can can you talk to me a little bit more about that? Do you think that that kind of decision piece is really the mindset shift that's made the biggest difference for you? Or what would you say that is? Oh, a hundred percent, Amanda. I think that for me, and I'll be really honest, like in 2016, 2016 was a super hard year for me. I was living in Bali. I was living off my savings. I was watching it deflate like a freaking hot air balloon that just been shot through with an arrow. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so something's got to give here. I've got to figure something out. And I was in the mode that I see a lot of my clients who come to me um, when they're first starting their business or whether they're, you know, a year into their business, they've hit their first six figures, but now they're at those scaling pains. What I was really struggling with is this feeling of, uh, I need to just gather more information. I need to be more of a student. I'm not ready yet. I'm not, I'm not, well, you know, there's actually a lot of other people doing this. And I think the thing about delaying ourselves and distracting ourselves is this, our minds are always going to come up with a reason why we're not ready. Our minds are always going to come up with a reason why it's not 100% safe to go for it just yet. But guess what? That is what your safety brain is designed to do. The question of creating success, it doesn't come down to when are you ready? It comes down to when are you deciding that you're going to go before you feel ready? And I know for me, when I ripped off the bandaid in April of 2017 of, all right, I'm going to really roll up my sleeves and do this thing. And then I launched my business in in May of 2017. There were a zillion things that weren't right yet. There were a hundred things that I felt like I wasn't a master of yet. And that I, that I didn't have ready and that my perfectionist wanted to do, but I decided to show up anyway. And I was consistent and I was energized and I gave people my energy. I gave them solutions to problems. I gave out free content every single day. And that was the thing that generated momentum in those early days. And here's the thing, you learn as you go. Like the things that I have learned that have made me an incredible fucking phenomenal business coach over the last several years, I didn't have all the tools that I, that I, you know, that I now have when I first started, but I wasn't marketing the things that I can now say that I help people with and have successfully helped dozens and dozens of women with. I think that the thing about starting before you feel ready is not judging yourself based on what you haven't yet accomplished or what you don't yet know. It's really doubling down your energy, your focus, and your attention on how you can help people and all the ways that you are ready to get started right now. Yes. Oh, so true. And like, I think back, so I have a background in branding and design. And when I was completely fed up with living in New York City and moved out to Denver with my boyfriend, I had decided that I was going to start taking on freelance clients. And I was talking to someone about this yesterday. And I was like, there's something to be said for just deciding that it's going to work no matter what. And that there's basically no other option, (laughs) you know, because I think that there was like a certain energy behind that. And like, now I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much I didn't know. Right. Like there's so much, (laughs) there was so much like blind ignorance there, but I think it's almost like we need that to get Exactly. I'm like, that's why it worked though, because I was like, so, so ignorant to whatever could go wrong. Like, wasn't he paying any attention to all of those fears? 
years, right? And was just like, so this is going to work because there's basically no other option. Like I just picked up all my stuff and moved across the country, you know, like I'm not going back anytime soon. I know I didn't like that life. Like this has got to work and I'm going to figure out how to make it work. And that was before the pivot to coaching. But I think that there's just so much to be said for there's never a right time, right? <laughs> and the it's right so time- true. And there's yes, and there's always going to be a zillion reasons why you know why it's scary and why there's a risk involved. This is one of the things that I'm so passionate about talking about. Um, it's something that my whole TEDx that I delivered back in September was 100% about this. Is the importance actually of of risk and, and being willing to sit in risk and being willing to move forward despite risk being present. Like that is, it's such a key component to actually moving us forward. And I think that the most successful people that I know, the most successful clients that I have seen generate amazing results, the most successful entrepreneurs operating at super, super high levels. They're the ones who took action with zero guarantees, zero guarantees of a return, zero idea if it was going to work. They're the ones who've who've fallen flat on their faces and got back up and cultivated that resilience. And I think we really, as entrepreneurs, need to change the narrative around being afraid of failure, being afraid of falling on our faces. Like guys, that is par for the course when you are doing things that you've never done before, but you're building what you're building right now because because it is a new frontier and because you know that that's what you need to do. So don't be afraid to fall because that's what you need to cultivate the resilience that leads to success. Totally. And I think the other thing that happens there is you just learn to redefine failure. I think like there was a time when I was like, oh my gosh, no one responded to that Instagram post. Like what happened? (laughs) And now I'm like, oh, okay. Like whatever, moving on. (laughs) Like treating it as a, like a point to be curious about like, huh, I wonder what went down there as opposed to like, oh my gosh, I personally am like a terrible human and a terrible coach and a terrible entrepreneur and a terrible person. Like, I think that when we can detach a little bit from this feeling of making it like deeply personal and deeply indicative of our future possibility for success, you, you, you get neutral and you, from that place of neutrality, you're so much more equipped to be able to make powerful decisions. Yeah. And it sounds like we're being dramatic. Like when I say that, it sounds like, oh gosh, like, yeah, okay, whatever. That doesn't sound like that big a deal, but like, this is what we do to ourselves sometimes, right? Like if it's not the Instagram post, I'm sure that listeners can point to like one other thing that didn't go right that they really beat themselves up over and decided like it meant all of these other things. Right. And I think right. like that's where we get into trouble. That's where it becomes this kind of snowball effect because when that's what you're doing every single time you take action is beating yourself up over like how it didn't go right. Of course, you're not going to want to take more of those actions. Right. It just doesn't like logically our brains are going to go, okay, well, I think I'll just sit here because whenever I try, it doesn't turn out well. And then I beat myself up over it. So getting to that neutral place is so, so important because then you're like, okay, well, I can get curious about it and I can still take action on it without having to like bear the weight of it, meaning so much more than it actually does. Exactly. Completely agree. Oh, so good. I think that that time piece that we were talking about too, and like just not waiting for like all of the pieces to fall into place can be such a game changer because I think a lot of us wait for, you know, I like this grand epiphany where all of a sudden our schedule is going to be free and clear and we're going to have so much time to devote to our business and really go for it. And like, 
I don't know about you, but I have found that real life does not work like that. Like there will always be another thing standing in my way. There will always be another, like something that comes up. And I think that part of that like mindset shift is just deciding that, you know, there might be obstacles, there might be things that come up, but it's about finding the time and making it happen anyway. I'm really taking action on it anyway, because if you wait for that perfect time, it, it just almost doesn't exist. Well, and I think that the thing is, like, even if that time opens up, it's, it's about recognizing the whole illusion that your brain is playing on you in the first place. Because even when that perfect time pops up, even as you said, you know, like, we're going to find another reason, another priority, something else to fill the space. I joke about this with clients a lot, um, who, you know, come to me having been delaying or pausing on making that next big leap in their business, whether that's putting themselves out there and starting their first, you know, podcast or live stream series show or being visible in a new way, or whether that is launching an offer into the world. Like there's a lot of laundry that can get done, a lot of organizing of sock drawers, a lot of, you know, other bullshit that we do to distract ourselves from going for it. And I think when you can recognize, like lift up the hood almost and recognize, okay, why am I delaying on this in the first place? Oh, is it some fear that I'm not going to know how to handle the success that comes? Is it the fear that I'm not going to know how to handle failure if I experience it? Is it the fear that if I put myself out there in a new way, that I'm going to be judged by the people in my life? And when I think you can recognize and understand what, where your internal motives are coming from, you're in such a more empowered place to do something different about it and take the action now. Totally. And I think just that awareness is so key because I know that when I was early on in my business, I wasn't even aware that it was fear that was holding me back, right? Like I wasn't even aware of like the underlying beliefs that were keeping me from taking action. I just knew that I wasn't doing it, right? (laughs) Right, exactly. That's like part of mindset is just cultivating that awareness and knowing, okay, like what, what is the underlying thought here? Like, is it that I'm afraid that people won't understand what it is that I do is, am I afraid that my industry is oversaturated? Am I afraid that I'm going to launch this program and no one's going to buy it? Like, what is the underlying fear, self-doubt, whatever it is? I think when we can bring that awareness, that is so powerful because then we can almost make a conscious choice to, to not want to pay attention to that anymore, or just to like, let it live there, but take action alongside it anyway. And I think that's when we start seeing more of the results we want, because that's when we start like doing more, you know, instead of just letting the fear hold us back and not necessarily like putting out what we would be if we felt if we weren't feeling that fear, if we did feel more confident in what we were offering, if we did feel like um, we were tapped into sharing that, that like service with the world, whatever that looks like for you specifically. But I think that like just that consciousness can be so powerful because honestly, like I think most of the world is operating from this place of, <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> and I yeah. think when we can understand, okay, well, like, why aren't we taking action? Why aren't we doing the things that we say that we want? It becomes so much easier to almost like move past that. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. By now, you know that we're huge fans of deciding you're ready and taking action on it. But what if landing that first or next client is still feeling a little wobbly to you? Like there are so many things standing in the way between here and there. That's exactly why I created my free next step, next client coaching call. You'll walk away from this call with the perfect blend of mindset work, thinking the thoughts that will help you land that next client 
and practical action, taking the steps that will get you that next client ASAP. The best part is this isn't something you'll use once and be done, but insight you can use on repeat to keep getting those clients rolling in again and again. If you're ready to do exactly that, grab a time for this laser-focused 30-minute call at amandajoyceweber.com slash nextclient. We're nearing the end of the year, and I want to be sure you have everything you need to end on a high note. I only do three of these each week, so get over there and book yours today. So how has this shown up for either you or your clients? Do you have any specific examples for us? How has the specific example of taking action before you're ready shown up for myself or my clients? Is that what you mean? Here's one of the things that I would say, like when it comes to creating a podcast or putting yourself out there or applying, I mean, I'll give a really specific example. Um, One of the things that I felt that I massively didn't know if I was ready for was applying for, I know I mentioned it earlier in this episode, but it's just something that, um, is really present for me right now because I've been doing a lot of interviews about it was my TEDx is thinking, no, 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 no. Like I need to have spoken on, you know, at least like 50 stages before in like a paid speaking capacity before I could even think to apply for that. Or I have to do X, Y, Z thing in order to be able to be ready. And I think that one of the, and I see this with my clients, like on a daily basis of, no, I'm not ready. I need to take this many more trainings or I need to get this many more certifications or I need to, you know, be a student for this many more years. And what I think is just a powerful shift and a powerful reminder is when you can, again, unhook yourself from the laundry list of all of the reasons why you're not qualified and really anchor in your attention and your brain's search for evidence on the reasons why you are qualified now That is one of the most powerful ways to unhook yourself from the really compelling story that often talks us out of action because a mindset shift is never really just about shifting in your mind. It's about shifting how you act. So when you can identify, okay, this is, this is all the evidence I'm gathering for why I'm not ready. When you consciously turn your focus back, and this is an exercise I have my clients do take a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle, write down on the left-hand side, all of the narratives, all of the stories that you're telling yourself of why you're not ready, why you're not qualified, why you're not enough now. And on the right side, I want you to list out every single experience uh, you know, piece of training, anything that you have done that, that has prepared you, work that you've done in the past, life experience, professional experience that's prepared you for exactly this moment. And really like beef that up and be and brag and, and put it all on the page. And when you look back at that, you're going to see that and say, wow, like I am so ready to do this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Everyone stop what you're doing right now and go do that exercise. <laughs> Because seriously, that's such a game changer. Like how many of us spend way more time? I mean, it's just human nature. Spend way more time thinking about all the reasons that we can't do something or that we're not qualified or whatever. And not enough time thinking about all the reasons that we are like exactly perfectly suited for whatever that next step is, whatever it is that we are looking to do in our life and business, whatever it is that feels like that next scary thing and really anchoring into all of the credentials, all of the, the worthwhile experience that has made us the perfect person, <laughs> like literally for Absolutely. that next step, for that next experience. 
I just don't think that enough of us spend enough time and energy focusing on the things that we actually want or the things that make us qualified and like, like to live on the left side of the page, you know, <laughs> all of the reasons we can, all of the Absolutely. stories, all of the narrative. It is so true. And I love that you just said it like that. And here's the thing, like the invitation is always there to live on the right side of the page. Like, and when you realize that it's kind of confronting actually, because it's like, wow, where am I participating and almost obsessing over being on the left side of the page? And what would it look like to just decide that I'm going to step over to the right? Totally. And I mean, I'm one of those people that like raises hand when, when it comes to worry and fear in general, like that's one of the things that I've really personally had to work through in my life and business. And I will tell you that that whole like left side of the page for me, especially has usually been filled with things that like never actually happen. Right. <laughs> and I think that that is just like, so mind blowing because when you realize that all of the stories, all of the narratives are like literally living in your head and that the majority of them never actually play out. It's so liberating because you don't have to dwell on them anymore. You're like, Oh, that's just the shit my brain makes up. That's fine. <laughs> we can, we can move on now. Um, but I think like a lot of the times, especially in the beginning, it was like, those things seemed so real to me. Right. It just seemed like all of those worries, all of those fears were almost like, I would almost treat them as if they were already happening, right? Like all of the people who are reading this must think X, Y, Z. Um, and I think that that was like a huge moment for me when I was like, oh, all of this shit doesn't actually happen. <laughs> like, like the feedback I'm getting on all of the things I'm putting out is really positive. No one is saying these things that I've like crafted in my head. Like that was so powerful. So like, I really invite listeners, like take a look at those things, like take a look at the narratives you're creating and ask yourself like, is this real? Is this something that's like actually happening in my life? Are these playing out? Or is this literally something that I've built a story around, built a narrative around fears that are holding me back? Because I would be willing to bet like 95% of the time that they are things that never actually happen. <laughs> Absolutely. A hundred percent. And then when you recognize that you're free to make a different choice. Yes. <laughs> and I think the, the part that really resonates with me here is the change doesn't come through only the mindset work. It doesn't come through only deciding that you're ready. Like it's the actions that follow it that actually bring about the change that we want to see. Right. And I think, I think that that's almost where people get stuck in the middle, right? Is they're like, well, I'm doing all the work. Like I'm journaling it out. I have my affirmations. Like I've decided that I'm ready to hit that big, big number goal. And then we kind of get stuck in this space where it's like, okay, I've decided, but I'm not taking action on it yet. Right. Right. Well, no, I was just going to say, I think that that's where we don't actually change a belief until we change a behavior. We don't actually change a thought until we change our action. And I think that what I would say to any listener who is like, wow, this is so freaking inspiring. I've been telling myself all these stories about how I'm not ready. I'm going to do this mindset work and anchor into all of the reasons I am ready. The next step to complete that work is to ask yourself, what are the actions that somebody who knows that she's ready now takes? That looks like pressing play. That looks like bossing up. That looks like taking out the time in the beginning of your week to prioritize what matters most and actually going to do it. And I think that what's so, so powerful about recognizing that you have that 
that power right now is, is not waiting for permission for anybody else. I think that's the biggest thing we're waiting for when we're stalling and holding ourselves back from, from taking action. We're waiting for permission. The boss doesn't ask for permission. She knows that she's, she gives it to herself first. Yes. And I think that that piece alone can be so powerful because my old question is always permission from who, right? (laughs) Because there's like most of the time we're in this entrepreneur field, like most people in the beginning, at least don't understand what it is that we do. Most people aren't like jumping up and down, like, yeah, go leave your job, go try that thing, like own your value, like share it with the world, right? Like, of course, I hope that you have people in your life that are like that. And I, we all cultivate them later on. But I think that in the beginning, like that permission comes from you because there isn't a lot of times there isn't anyone else who's going to be like, yeah, go for it, girl, right? You have to decide that like, that's going to come from within, you're going to give yourself that permission. And it almost goes back to what we were talking about earlier, which is just deciding it's going to work, you know? (laughs) Exactly. A hundred percent. Oh, I love it so much. So Kate, if listeners love what they heard from you today, where can they find you? Absolutely. So I am super active on Instagram. You can find me at Kate Scudder. That's C-A-I-T-S-C-U-D-D-E-R. You can also find me on katescudder.com. And I also host a free uh, Facebook group for women entrepreneurs. It's called The Radiant Entrepreneur. So if you just uh, do a Facebook search for The Radiant Entrepreneur, you'll see our group there. Um, You can also check out my TEDx, which is available now on YouTube to watch at Uh, If you just go to YouTube and search for Kate Scudder, uh, those are some of the places, but katescudder.com and Instagram is going to give you all the things and all the ways to connect further. Amazing. You guys heard it. Go check her out over there. And thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, Amanda. It's such a pleasure. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandadunnelycom slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, each month I'll be picking one reviewer to win a vision board design coaching intensive with me so you can create your own definition of success. If you're looking for more support in creating a beautiful, balanced life and thriving, successful business, head over to amandadunnelycom slash free call and book my free Simplifying Success Coaching Call, where I'll help you identify one simple shift you can make to cultivate a success mindset and start seeing results now. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. You're like, right. Like a lot of times we're permission. My old question is always, right? Right. Go ahead.